everybody. Welcome back to another episode of But Why Did The Podcast, and today we're getting into Gears of War. As always, I'm your host, Kate, and I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And today, Matt is going to take us through the Gears of War franchise. I am. Um, I'm going to attempt to at this point. Um, I guess for an introduction question, um, who's going to win the national title game? No, um... <laughs> For the introduction question, <laughs> for context, Matt doesn't switch his intro question from his NCAA episode, <laughs> and we were just really confused when we came into the podcast today. Um, but for the introduction, have you ever played Gears of War? And I guess I kind of want to add on to the tip because it's a kind of a weird timeline of have you played anything recently? That's a real good question. Uh, I've played Gears. Um, Gears 1 through 3, but I didn't really play anything a- after that, mainly because that's when I start college, and I just don't really play anything that's not League for, like, a few years, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, like, towards the end when I was playing NeverQuest and Ark and stuff with you guys. So I just didn't pick up, you know, anything other than the first three. And I haven't even played the fourth one as of yet. I think it's on uh, Xbox, the... Game Pass? Yeah, the Game Pass. So I might might pick it up after this episode. Depends on how much Matt convinces me. <laughs> uh, so I have played all Gears 1, 2, 3, and Judgment. I have not played 4, um, but I spent a lot of time in the Gears world because I played it uh, co-op. Uh, I think one summer I actually came onto the franchise with Gears 3 was my first Gears game. And I just played through it co-op, and then I ended up buying the triple pack, and then going back and playing through all of them again with co-op. And it was it was it was really great, and still like the best one of the best co-op experiences that I've had in a video game. Nice, nice. Um, so I've played. I actually I was one of the people that bought it like right off the bat, the very first one back a long time ago in two thousand six. Um, I played all three of them, like bought it immediately. Um, my brother and I beat all of them together. We basically were the story together. And then obviously like Adrian, I also was in college, so kind of quit playing and stuff. <laughs> um, but I do know like, and then Judgment came out, which I knew was a spinoff and basically a, a money grab. And so I just kind of didn't care. Gears of War 4 looked pretty intriguing, but it was another one of those games like it was just the, the trilogy. We had a three, it was great. And then obviously things happened and they decided to come on later. Um, but we'll see what happens. Um, so I might try, like Adrian, I've been tempted to play four, but I'm also like very busy. <laughs> I want to play four, but that's going to determine on whether or not you're going to have time to play four because I've never played a Gears game by myself and I don't intend to start now, <laughs> but I really want to play Gears five. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's also going to be weird because like I literally played this with my brother, all three of them. Basically, within the first week of release. Well, I'm sorry that I'm only one person, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess to get into it, to break it down, the franchise became, began all the way back in 2006. It was actually created by Epic Games, surprisingly. Uh, yes, I Wait, believe. Wait, what? By Epic Games, the people who did Fortnite. I didn't realize that this was Epic. Yes. Um, with <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's Fortnite. Yes um and microsoft was they do now yeah (laughs) well they now have a marketplace you know like steam and getting Mm -hmm. other games Mm -hmm. i don't think they actually create them but they house them i guess (laughs) 
<laughs> um, Microsoft. Shit, when you make as much money as you do in Fortnite, you don't have to create anything else. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft is the publisher, and this is where it kind of gets a little weird because eventually, so Epic like created the first like I believe it's three games, or I think all the way up to Judgment, or no, created create the first three games, and then well, hold on, let me see. No, they created all the way up to Judgment. And then they eventually, Microsoft just completely bought all the franchise from Epic in 2014. And now, basically, the coalition is the developer, and technically Xbox Game Studios is the publisher, even though it's just technically Microsoft or whatever they call themselves these days. So, yes, Epic actually created it. They did the first one up to Judgment, and then basically sold it. And, yeah. And so now Microsoft have it. Um, I think what's unique about this game is it's kind of like one of the only, obviously it's a, it was an exclusive by Xbox and it's always been, yeah. ex- except for eventually Microsoft when they actually get the thing, they bring it to PC, but it's one of the few games that have been exclusive, like its entire like run of things. Yeah. And I also think to a certain extent when it does get brought to PC, like it, there's just a very fine line between an Xbox and a PC now. So like, yeah. I, I don't really count that. <laughs> right. But yeah, this has been one of the few franchises that is like Microsoft's kind of baby and they've kind of stuck with it. And obviously there's a reason why, you know, we have this. It's being brought back to life now. <laughs> um, so I guess kind of the synopsis of this, basically you follow Marcus Phoenix and then basically his friends, his little gang um, between Dom, his best friend, Baird, Cole, uh, the Carmines, and then et cetera. You just end up meeting new people along the way. I just want everybody to know that he wrote Carmines with a capital S at the end. Because there are multiple Carmines. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a, I there's just, a family I just of needed people. I just needed people to know that he emphasized it in the text. <laughs> we'll get to the family of Carmines in a little bit. Um, as they fight against a locust horde that has merged from the depths of Sarah, which is basically their fictional Earth-like planet, uh, set on destroying humanity. And then, so basically, this is a nice little, like, co-op military shooter type game that you play through. Is it really classified as a military shooter? Um, everything I saw it was. Is it just because of the tactics in the game? I believe the tactics, and obviously you do play technically the military. I know, but it's like (laughs) sci-fi. Like, I consider Call of Duty and Medal of Honor and Battlefield military shooters. I don't consider... I mean, I don't know if it's other classifications. I saw it classified a lot of places as military, and then I saw other is places Doom? Is, is Doom a military shooter? I mean, I don't know. depending I on the, the movie. They were, they were in the military in the yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> so. I take issue with this distinction. I just want everybody to know. I don't know. I but, saw it said multiple places, and then I saw it just called third person, so I don't know. I mean, I guess... It is tactic- a science fiction third person shooter. That which is what it which is. involves like tactics from military wise, and then they're in the military. Oh, you duck and cover, and you're you're loosely based on a fictional military. I mean, and is is Mass Effect a military shooter? Because that's mean, a first person shooter, and I'm in the military. Well, I was, all I know I was is going to say that, and I was like, <laughs> probably. <'cause you're> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you like... do play as the coalition of ordered governments. <laughs> Uh, Gears of War on Wikipedia is, is a 2006 military science fiction third-person shooter video game. Yeah. And all of those things kind of fit. Yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> like, like, I just... I... <laughs> you play as a coalition of ordered governments. Hold on. Is Mass Effect... I'm 
looking this shit up. Oh my gosh. No, it, it just, it bothers me. Because when I think military shooter, I think of, I don't think of that. Yeah, so Mass Effect is an action role-playing third-person shooter video game. But I'm in the Navy! Yeah, but nobody cares about the Navy. <laughs> You're a military action shooter RPG, and you have sex with aliens. Everybody knows we only play Mass Effect for that last one. <laughs> it's not a well hidden anyways whatever you'd like to classify it as basically you shoot things and you're in third person and you use tactics and you technically work for the government's or military type things no um, you don't use tactics you just run around with a shotgun you obviously never played the hardest <laughs> mode <laughs> i did and i died a whole bunch because i suck at duck and cover and you really want me to play with you on these games <laughs> yes uh. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so, so to kind of get into some of the games and stuff, um, there technically there are seven games out. Uh, I guess technically nine when you include what's coming. Um, obviously, I say that kind of with like some air quotes because the Ultimate Edition is essentially a remake of the PC um, with like, apparently the PC had exclusive five chapters of campaign that was only exclusive to PC. And so when they made the Ultimate Edition, they added those into the remake of the first game. And so, but to kind of go to the game, you have Gears of War 1 from 2006, and I'll kind of go to the ratings of a 94 on Metacritic, Gears of War 2, 2008, a 93 on Metacritic, uh, Gears of War 3, 2011, a 91 on Metacritic, and then obviously we talk about the trilogy, and then you get to Gears of War Judgment in 2013, a 79 on Metacritic, Gears of War technically the Ultimate Edition, which is just a remake, is an 82 on Metacritic, and then Gears of War 4 in 2016 is an 84 on metacritic and then you have gears pop which just actually just released on mobile i think like two weeks ago yeah and we um, have a review up on the site for that and it was apparently it looks adorable uh yes we have a review on the site and we have it at a 7.5 out of 10 there's not many reviews for that it looks adorable i didn't realize it was mobile because i actually since i watched their conference i got free skins for the game i just never bothered to download the game matt they're adorable <laughs> download it and give it to me yeah um and then kind of one of those we have gears of war 5 2019 which should be releasing released this past week of this episode depending on whether you have xbox live game pass or not <laughs> um this thing and then also we have gears of war tactics which was announced in e3 of 2018 and they really haven't said anything since other than it's in development. So it's like a thing that exists. In Elder Scrolls. <laughs> it, it, it exists. And it's been announced and it's in development. But we know nothing other than they kind of showcased it at E3 a year ago. Like an Elder Scrolls game. Well, they actually gave you like demos and stuff. They just didn't bring it, no. play a 22 second trailer. Oh, they, so they actually do have demos for it? Well, they actually showed, like, gameplay footage and what it is. Oh, okay. It was more than the... 22 seconds. It was exactly 22 seconds. <laughs> that just is, like... I think that's the most depressing thing you've said on this podcast. <laughs> 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 um, so those are all the games, which will probably be the core of what we talk about today. But they do have a... There are actually a lot of other media stuff in here. There's actually a board game that was made in 2011 called Gears of War, the board game. Because apparently that's how they do all things called blank the board game um they also had a comic book run by dc comics um from 2008 to 2012 
And it's basically from DC's Wildstorm imprint. I don't even know if they it, exist. No, it doesn't exist anymore. Yes, I was like, I don't have no <laughs> idea if it exists, but <laughs> that's what it was. That hasn't existed for a while. Uh, but uh, there is, it's not on here. There is a current IDW, uh, no, it was IDW or Titan? Titan. Uh, Titan Comics produces Gears of War comics currently. Cool. I don't know comics. I'm just here. We have a review on the site for it. It's a direct tie-in into the, the, the Horde mode for uh, Gears of War 5. Awesome. Um, here's the fun <laughs> that thing. That sounds so unenthused. Yeah, I'm not unenthused. Um, here's the most interesting thing. Um, apparently there's a movie that apparently has been in work since 2007. It was officially confirmed in October of 2016 by Universal that they are developing this movie. Um, July oh, of- this, is, this is like Warcraft. We get better. Um, July of 2019, it is reported that it's still being developed, so it's still happening. Um, here's where it gets interesting. Of, I don't know which one to go with first, but um, apparently Dave Bautista has been asked about this movie and says his dream role would be to play Marcus Phoenix. And then the other weird part that's kind of the offsetting part, apparently they're going to set this in an alternate reality. Because mm. apparently they said they want to have a good movie first and a Gears movie second. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? It means all the stuff that they've built out is basically nobody cares. They're going to use some of the staple parts of the franchise, but they're going to basically do whatever they want. So like Doom. Sure. That Doom movie has like nothing to do with the video game. Right. And so apparently they said they don't want to, since they have like a Bible of information, they would rather just set it in alternate reality so they can be more creative. But I'm also like, you have a Bible of information. Why can't you just make a story? Who is this movie for? Dave Batista. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, even as much people, we talked about in our Resident Evil episode, as not great as those Resident Evil movies are, they found that nice line where they kept canon but inserted someone into it. Which I think might be kind of what they're trying to say, but I think they kind of went on the way of like, we're just going to save ourselves in general by just saying alternate reality. So I think we're going to get all of the same characters, all the same stuff, but then it's like some of the stuff that happens in the game can be reversed or something. I don't know. They're just, I honestly don't know. All they said was it's being set in an alternate reality. I'm not mad at Dave Batista though. I'm not either. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can see that. I, I can see that. After watching him in Stuber with the, the face, his way his face looked. I'd be down. That'd be good. Let's do it. I was Let's excited when I saw this was actually confirmed and developed, and then I read the actual report, and then I was like, I don't know if I want this anymore. <laughs> so which kind of gets in the other part of we talk about like this alternate reality in this Bible part of apparently there is a uh, series of six novels based on this universe, all written by Karen Travis. <laughs> so I did know that. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying like this is where they got all this information that they're apparently going to ignore. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it like canon information? Like, or is it just this person wrote some Gears books? As far as I know, I believe this is all actual canon information. Interesting. So apparently they have Gears of War, Asphospheres, Gears of War, Descentos Remnant, Gears of War, Anvilgate. No. What? Oh, never mind. Would you like to pronounce it's it? Huh, 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 sound. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Gears of War Coalitions End, Gears of War the Slab, and apparently they have a new one coming, Gears of War Ascension, which will be which was released 
uh, July 30th of this year, and apparently it takes place after Gears 4 and kind of the prequel to Gears 5, so anybody trying to catch up on the actual lore, you could read that to get caught up to Gears 5. She does the uh, Republic Commando series that's obviously like not canon anymore, so <laughs> she likes writing about military stuff. Oh, and she has some Halo novels? Yes. She apparently writes a lot of uh, video game books. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. But also, this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, all those books and everything will go out to the window for the movie for the alternate reality. And so will the nine games. Except for Pops. Apparently, that doesn't matter. So, the seven. <laughs> seven games. <gasps> I want the movie to get meta and have them have, like, a little pop somewhere. Mm. Oh, I thought you were, like, the whole thing is just a big Pops movie and Dave Bautista has an enlarged <gasps> head. I would actually like stuff. I want that too. I want that too, <laughs> but the first the first thing is what I meant. <laughs> so uh, we talked about it in the Hello Kitty episode. Make something with a big head, big eyes, and like no, no mouth. mouth. And yeah. <laughs> it's automatically adorable and it's scientific. So you can buy actual Funko Pops or whatever pops you want to call them, um, of Gears of War and all their new characters. They are available. Yes. You'd I like them. Hate one. She's so cute. Yeah, so they do have them. And so obviously, that's Kate. your name. <laughs> yeah, but they spell her name weird. They do. They spell it K A I T. Yeah, which I guess is better than C A I T. I'm still bothered by who they have voicing her. That's who is it again? Talk about this. It's Laura Bailey. What's wrong, Laura Bailey? Kate Diaz is a brown girl. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's all just rugged. We don't know what anybody is in that thing. Yeah, this is alternate Diaz. This, is it? alternate reality, Kate. Yes. Oh. Her name is Diaz. Her name is Kate Diaz. <laughs> We're not on Earth, Kate. That's She's not the works. daughter of Gabriel Diaz and Reina Diaz. Yeah, but Reina was a was a locust queen, so who knows what oh she actually Oh my god. <laughs> really? Whatever. No, I'm so She also just looks really cool. Like all all of the promotions that they've done where they show her face turning into the locust queen. Like, she just looks, she is really awesome. Right. I'm excited. Uh, I want to so, pop. Mm-hmm. So before we get into the butt wide, does anybody have any questions about any of this stuff? No. Um, I don't think so. I think I'm good. So that's basically all I have. So I guess we'll get into the butt wide those after this. Hey, everyone. Do you like butt wide though? Well, the PodCoin app is a podcast player that pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android and start listening today. It's free and super easy to use, with every minute you listen getting you that sweet, sweet coins. It turns your podcast listening into charity. Or, if you're like me, you can get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I can personally say that I love it. Seriously, just go to the PodCoin app and use invite code but why though? That's B U T W H Y T H O, and you'll get 300 Podcoin just for signing up if you use our code. That's 300 Podcoin just for signing up using code But why though? So go ahead and give Podcoin a try today. So get, to get into these uh, But why those, I guess I'll start with the usual one. Apparently, this is like the one that's my staple at this point, I've realized from looking at these notes over the 114 episodes. Um, successful franchise. Um, it was a franchise that's been around for 15 years and it's still going. They're still making games as they've just released one or two within the last month. Um, as of 2016, it has sold over 27 units 
and that was like the most recent I could find. Obviously, I don't think they had any games really since then, and so obviously any units there. But this is obviously clearly going to grow between Gears Pops, depending on how they count that, and then Gears Five. So that should grow, which I feel like is actually pretty impressive considering it is an exclusive game and it's only been around for like you know 13 or you know 13 years or 14 years yeah and it hasn't really gone through a significant reboot either no Um, which is probably that's what happens to to long exclusives more so than anything yeah it hasn't done the resident evil where we just start porting it over and we start counting all those ports of game <laughs> excuse me sir but resident evil did that within the first three games thank you very much <laughs> i'm just saying and it was not an exclusive <laughs> um it is definitely as i mentioned earlier become a staple for microsoft in their like exclusive area and kind of like in their game especially in branding it's basically up there now with halo and forza as they're like top three franchises when you think of like xbox it's basically halo gears and forza i'm sure there's some love, other ones up in there I but those forza, are the big three I love Forza, but I forget that it's a, a Microsoft. Game. I love Forza until they kind of ran it into the ground. I'm not gonna lie; they just started releasing almost two a year, and I was like, I can't keep up with this. Uh, some would say that they drove it into the ground. I don't even know if they did that because then they started doing <laughs> off-road rally stuff, and you just fly through the backwoods, and I'm like, it was kind of fun, Speaking but I'm like, of which, Adrian, you should watch Hyperdrive on Netflix. Yeah, I watched like the first episode and I enjoyed it. Oh, this I, is cool. I binged it all. It's so good. Yeah, this is cool. Now back in Gears of World War That's World. <laughs> besides that, Marcus Phoenix has become one of like the top video game characters of all time. In the most recent list I saw, he was nineteenth all time, which is, I mean, obviously it's down the list, but still pretty good because obviously this when you twenty nineteen. Have... Where's the list? Why didn't you put the list in your show notes? Oh, What's wrong with you, Matt? It was just amateur hour. Eh, well, Marcus Google. Phoenix is also a daddy. He is a daddy. Just throwing that out there. Well, uh, we, in all ways, not, Matt. Well, I wasn't talking about that kind of daddy. Yeah. Well, he is because Gears of War 4, you apparently play with his son, and then you meet back up with Marcus, for those yeah. of you that did play the game. Also, somebody please clip Matt saying that Marcus Phoenix is a daddy. So basically, any list you look up, he's on for the most part. Obviously, that was the most recent one I could find. I mean, I found earlier ones where he's on there. Master Chief is pretty much number one on every single one I've ever found. <laughs> John Marston, number two? All right, I'm all right with this list. Mark, yeah, actually, he's up there on a lot of lists. It'd be surprising. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Amazing. Well, I guess it's also, like, I guess I find it fascinating because he's only, like, in, what, the one game? Versus, like, a yeah. lot of these characters have, like, multiple games. It's true. That that story is just really, really good. Um, So, like I said, Mark of Phoenix, obviously, became a, a stand, um, basically a very prestigious character in, basically, video games. Moving on. Um, it's actually critically acclaimed, especially the first three. Um, so, like, not saying the other ones weren't, I guess, great, but they're really not that great, even ranking-wise. Um, so, like, Gears of War, the first one, won multiple Game of Year, Year of the Awards. Um, it won a ton of awards. It was actually the first Xbox game ever to sell out and reach the top ten charts in Japan, which may not seem like much, except for, like, Japan hates Xbox. <laughs> overall so it's kind of a large deal i always forget that japan hates xbox and like the success of xbox games is actually like it says something when they outsell other games because it's pretty much almost an all-american console driving that yeah that's why i said that's why it's on here noteworthy of like it's the first time ever and this is including the original xbox and xbox 360 games yeah (laughs) so like (laughs) that's amazing 
Yeah. And it, it, it's amazing, and it's something that I think a lot of people forget, especially, like, with the all the freaking PlayStation fan people. Yeah, I think they totally forget that, like, Microsoft, as much as it may be behind it is, technically it only sells in America. <laughs> like, yeah. everywhere else in the world, it's never around. Like, considering Sony has, like, oh, of course, they sell in Japan. And then they sell, like, in the U.S. And they sell in other countries a lot better than everything else. Um, yeah. It was yep. also awarded multiple Guinness World Records Gamers Edition, which I did not know existed until I did these notes. And also another reason why I now hate the Guinness Book of World Records. But, um as that's been a current theme on this entire podcast for 114 episodes. And um, if you don't know why, it's because baby Matt loved the Guinness Book of World at records, and then the records got stupid, and he, he didn't have all his stats that he wanted. Correct. Um, but it basically, it got in there for basically the fa- three of the most notable ones were the fastest-selling original Xbox 360 game, because like I said, a lot of these, this is actually a Microsoft-produced one. It was the first console game to use the Unreal uh, 3 engine. So all the other, everybody knows Unreal and the engine stuff been around forever, but what they didn't know is it was never on console. Yeah, that's actually a big thing. Okay. Yeah. And then obviously. Yeah, that's where Epic got its start, right? Like yes. they, they did like Unreal yeah. PC Tournament. games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then probably the one that pretty much I already knew, but I didn't realize it was a quote unquote Guinness Book or World Records is um, the first music single to top the charts after being promoted in a video game. Which is Mad World by Gary Jules, the version. And it was actually released three years before in 2003. And then after it did through the trailer, it actually jumped all the way to number one on iTunes and all the charts. And if you've not seen that trailer, it is probably the best trailer I've ever seen in my life. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, but also, Donnie Darko. Yes. But the trailer with that song is what made that song great. <laughs> I actually forgot that Donnie song Darko. was part. I forgot that song was in Donnie Darko because I was like, "Oh yeah, this is part of Donnie Darko," but nobody cared until it was in this Gears trailer. And I'm yeah. sure there, I'm sure there's some great trailers out there, but this is by far one of the best trailers of, I can remember. I actually can't remember it. You are you are terrible. Oh yeah, no, I remember this one. Okay. I was like, "How do you forget this trailer?" Yeah, this one's freaking insane. I was like, it, like I said, it literally, the song released three years before the trailer and then basically got put on the trailer and then basically went number one in the charts. Also, um, look, books are important, right? But it's 2019. Why do I have to buy the book of the Guinness World of World Records? Like, why don't you just have like a Wikipedia page where I can just go look up world records? Why do I have to like buy a $10 book? Because like they need to make money somehow. Book. The same reason we have these stupid, ridiculous records. Maybe that's why they need to make they need to make money. Maybe like if that is probably just, the only you know, reason why we have just these stupid. Ridiculous go digital. Records. Go digital. Why do I have to order this off Amazon? Like, why can't I get like a PDF copy of this book somewhere? Why would you try to order it off Amazon? Were you just trying to hate me? No, I just wanted to look up because I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> You're betraying I wanna... Matt by supporting the Guinness Book of World Records. I just want to see what kind of crazy things they track in this thing. Like there was like fastest combo in this game, and I was like, "What is the fastest combo?" I don't know because I have to go order a book. I don't want to order a book. Just tell me what it is. Just give me the information. On this episode, but why though? Adrian hates ordering books. I just God, like this. This isn't. But why? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, moving on to Gears of War. Give 2. me an audio book of Guinness World of War Records, but Matt's narrating it. Oh God, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be so good. 
book it. Please, somebody help um, let this happen. Moving on to Gears of War 2, it also won multiple awards. It's also also highly rated. Um, then Gears of War 3, it also won multiple awards, and it was highly rated. And they also did it, which was very unique in Gears of War 3, and it's the only one I can ever remember knowing. I'm sure they might have done it before, but they did the uh, Fate of Carmine voting campaign, which I don't know if you all remember this, but basically players got to decide the f- character's fate in a game. Basically, Carmine, because basically the Carmine is a is basically a set of brothers who are all in the war together, and in the first two games they all die tragically for kind of comic relief deaths, sadly. And so for the youngest brother, they kind of decided they let the players decide whether he should live or die. They actually Epic actually made two different endings to this game of his fate before they put it, and then basically players bought um, Avatar T-shirts whether live or die, and Based on how much sales were sold, they kind of decided what to do in the game. You also could buy one of these t-shirts from, like, San Diego Comic-Con that year. They promoted him there. And, obviously, I believe he lived, if I remember correctly. So that's what they voted for. And this, all the money that they raised in this thing basically went to Child's Play Charity, which they raised over $150,000 for. That's it super was, cool. It was a pretty oh, cool thing. Really cool. Um, like I said, it was about a two-month period before the game released, and then maybe it was from like July 29th to like September 6th or something like that. And it was pretty cool. I remember when it happened. It was cool to see. I wanted him to live. I felt bad for all his brothers because they died in such tragic, horrible deaths of like one dude messed up on reloading. <laughs> um, and you just felt bad. It was kind of like a cool theme that they had, and it was the way they interacted with all their players and stuff. And they raised money yeah. for charity. Do we ever see Carmine's face? we don't right don't i don't believe so to be honest i know you see the third guy had tattoos of his brothers and how they died on his arms <laughs> that is so sad there is also uh, so apparently gears also sold a zombie carmine gear pack oh that's cool. to wear in game <laughs> where you're just each of the carmines no, the Carmine thing was great. I enjoyed it and I loved it. I mean, I felt bad and you knew he was going to die. And you just kept saying, come on, buddy. And they did like fake outs of when you thought he was going to die and he didn't. It was so bad, but it was great. But you cheered those, that family on because you felt bad from the get-go because they're like, my mom's at home and our brother's all fighting the war. Bam, one died. Hey, I'm the <laughs> other brother. How you doing? My brother's dad, my mom's still waiting for us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there was no saving Private Ryan in in these games for that family. Um, but no, it was a cool little thing that event that they did. Um, I thought it was really cool. And it was, like I said, the first time I can ever remember like actual fans like actually dictating the ending or a fate of a character, outside of like Mass Effect people who said we're gonna protest your game. Um, moving on to the next, but why though the gameplay. Which is kind of a little bit why, though, but kind of not. It's kind of weird. We'll kind of get into it. Um, so Gears of War was a third-person military shooter. <laughs> um, shooter. Whatever. Just shooter. Whatever. And so, like, the core of their older-the-shoulder concept gameplay actually comes from Resident Evil, which released the year before. And it's actually another highly-rated game, depending on Resident what platform. Four. I know, that's what I said. You just said Resident Evil. No, I did not. I said Resident Evil 4 which is another highly rated game, depending on which platform you played it on. <laughs> I say that because apparently the Wii, or the GameCube at the time, and then PlayStation are like 96s, and then like the PC and Xbox are like 80 and like 70. 
So when you talk about bad ports and mechanics not transferring for ports, <laughs> that is a prime example. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. So they actually state this was definitely an influence in like what they designed of the way they want to do the older the shoulder view that you get from playing this game. Um, they also did the cover system and basically the from cover to cover strategic playstyle that you see. Um, this is also not the first, as I said. It actually has been stated coming from that they had influences from Kill Switch, which was a game that was released about a few years before then. And they kind of said Bionic Commando, but only because Bionic Commando, you kind of do a grappling system, but they said it's kind of more of like a horizontal, you kind of quote-unquote grapple from cover to cover. I don't really see that one per se, but sure, whatever. Um, they were expensive, but obviously they did this cover system much better or at least definitely the game because well bionic commando i believe is a highly rated game but also came out like the late 80s or something like that versus kill switch kind of just came in wit yeah i I would say too because i remember playing kill switch but like it was at least from what i remember ultimate like the gear system and it just the cover system gets better and better each game it's Mm -hmm. just really fluid like right. it's not really janky. You're not nope. like it. It doesn't cause you problems. And I know a lot of the cover systems in games before it, even in arcade games, the cover system causes you a lot of problems. And this right. it just seemed like second nature. Right. Um. Another thing that I kind of got to put on notes, but it kind of was unique of the reload system. I believe was also something that was kind of cool, where basically you had, when you reload it, you could actually you had a little mini bar. You had to get the right in the if you got in the bar, you kind of got like bonus damage for like the first few rounds or something like that which was also yeah. a pretty cool unique thing um another part of the, about this gameplay like we're talking about the third person thing basically it was basically a third person shooter that kind of came out and kind of in the peak era of first person shooters and it was actually good so basically it was a different than your traditional shooter because basically this was a year after halo 2 or a year about two years after halo 2 and about a year or two before halo 3 so those are obviously coming out uh call of duty still around but then like the year uh, after you get Call of Duty 4, and then you end up get which end up taking off, and then obviously you have the other Call of Duties like Modern Warfare uh, 2, and then Black Ops, or and then World of War coming out. You still have Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. You obviously have the older Battlefields, Half Life, Christ, uh, Crisis, and I can just keep going on and on. And those are all great games, but they're technically all first person shooters and not third person shooters. How many of those are military shooters, Matt? I mean, I'm kidding. a lot of I'm them. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all of them. <laughs> I think the only one that's technically not is Half-Life, probably. I think you are I don't correct. know, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, it's basically a third-person shooter that comes out, so... Same. Um, another cool aspect, it was kind of like the co-op gameplay was kind of... It wasn't, like, obviously not revolutionary, but it was kind of unique, because, like... This is obviously before Halo 3, we could play the campaign together. Um, it technically beats Call of Duty War to War by a few days. Um, Army 2 by about a year or so. And, I mean, I'm sure there's other ones out there, but I can't think of any that were, like, decent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess it's also... Uh, I don't know if it was, like, the first time, but definitely the one time I can remember where they actually have these split-up portions that they did within the co-op that was really cool, where essentially you had both players had to go down different sets of hallways, which you see in movies all the time, and essentially, if one of you died, you both died. You could not complete it, which was different than, like, saying playing the original Halo together to where, like, you know, if one dies, you just respawn as long as the other person lives and that's basically how the whole game goes whereas this one you actually technically had to work together in a sense of if your partner sucked you could never beat the game 
or basically you could just do it on hardest mode where one of you dropped out and one of you beat it while the co-op automa or the AI automatically beat it. So, and then the person jumped back in. <laughs> Cheater! <laughs> Which may or may not have happened sometime playing that extreme mode. <laughs> um, I will say, like, so... I don't necessarily can... I mean, I guess it, it's the difference between... It's still kind of drop in, drop out, but, like, there is, at least in the, in the Gear series, and what I really like about it, and it's what I like in Army of Two later on, is that it is a true co-op game. Like, it's not me. It's really... I mean, you can play it by yourself, but you have to work with other people. You have to get through it with other people. And whereas a lot of the other games that, like, kind of that you mentioned, it's not necessarily a co-op game other than that you just play with somebody else, but it's not integral. Like, they're a generic person. They're not a completely different character who has their own motives and their own stuff and then also has to do their own things within the mission, and you're tied to them in the sense that you have you have to work as a team. Right. And I think for me, that was one of the reasons that I really loved Gears, and it's one of the reasons why I'm really excited, especially after this E3, with the massive amounts of co-op games that got announced. Yeah. Like I said, um, obviously Halo is probably the best version because Halo 3 comes out, and I remember it, and even World at War. But yeah, basically you said, essentially you're well, just four Master I mean, Chiefs you, with different colors. Yeah, I mean, Halo well, Halo 1 and Halo 2 had co-op, but like you were just yeah. two Arbiters, or you were yeah. two yeah. whatever. And even even in 3, when like one of you is like the Arbiter and one of you is you know, Master Chief, you're still not like, I don't know, you're not like, the, you're not like completely different. I don't know, you just feel like you have more autonomy in Gears than you do in... Yeah. The co-op games, which I love co-op games in, in Halo, but uh, I think Gears does it better, especially in, in making it harder. Yeah. Because you can just run around like an idiot and just throw plasma grenades through stuff. Yes, which obviously probably the best version would be, I think World at War gets released probably like four days afterwards, and I know they had a campaign that was co-op, which was fun. I loved it, but it was essentially you were just four random people. And then it's also cool because the cutscenes are what makes it weird or slash good. Because in Gears, you have cutscenes which your characters actually do something and meaningful, whereas in these other games, either A, you have random people showing up, and you just see your other characters sitting around while you have one generic thing, or basically everybody else disappears where they do the one generic cutscene. Um, so that yeah. is probably the difference. Um, so it was kind of like the unique version, of, you know, kind of like you said, a true co-op thing. Um, also, they, in Gears 2, they had the addition of Horde Mode, which actually technically beats World at War, because I think this is the actual the game, not the first one. My bad. That actually beats Call of Duty World at War, where they have Zombie Mode that comes into play. Yeah. Um, I personally like Horde Mode way more than I do like Call of Duty Zombies. I don't know how everybody else feels, but I will die on that hill. Yeah. I I don't even consider them. I mean, they're they're it's 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 essentially wave based combat, right? You cool. fight through different Correct. waves, like that. That's all it is. But I think for me, I like horde mode more because it takes more, like it, it takes more cooperation. Not that Call of Duty Zombies doesn't. Like I love zombies. I also think it got completely absurd with the kind of stuff that they had going on, and I tapped out when they introduced the alien stuff. I think it was in Ghosts, um, but. Uh, I just think it's different because I didn't, when I played Call of Duty Zombies, I was like, oh yeah, we'll see how far we can make it. Let's get the ray gun. Let's do this. Whereas like horde mode when I played, especially with a full group, I was like, we're going to do this. Like it was a different type of mindset because there were different elements that you had to do, um, which I, 
I like them both personally. I just I prefer the old zombies over yeah. whatever the I think, hell we have I mean, now. I was never a big zombie guy in Call of Duty. Like I played Call of Duty for the multiplayer. If I wanted to go play like zombie stuff at that at, like at this time period that we're talking about, I was playing Left 4 Dead like with people mm. online, which I think is yes, more fun than zombies. Or Left 4 like, Dead comes out in I believe because it has eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Because yeah. uh, Horde mode and Left 4 Dead are you know semi similar, probably closer than zombies is for Call of Duty, but. Yeah, I, I I'd rather play, you know, horde mode than play zombies. Have both of you? I'm assuming have yet to, got to the level fifty and beat horde mode, correct? I got carried, mm. but yeah. I've been carried. <laughs> you are not making. You talking about me trying to convince Adrian to play this game? You are not convincing me that I want to play this game with you. <laughs> okay, there's a big difference now. There's a big difference now, sir. Back then, I could spend all my time playing video games. Now. I got an hour. We're going to beat this in an hour, so I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah, play on easy. And then is there a tank character in Gears 5? Um, can you, can, can you be, can, can be a tank can character? Can you be a sponge? <laughs> um, obviously, I think in the later games, they do add personal like abilities and everything else, and I know that's a big thing for they're adding. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about for the characters overall. Because I know that's a big thing they're talked about in Gears Five of like each character is now going to have like a play style versus like the old school of like you could pick up whoever character you were. It just happens to be whoever you, however, whatever yeah. happened. Um, to be fair, I will say when it comes to horde mode, it is a lot easier to have weaker players in certain areas. Because it is. You, you threw them on the side people. and you hope they didn't do anything. You just make. You made sure I held down that one entrance point. We told you just build the fence and keep building it, and please just don't move. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't expose me like this. Um, but I mean, overall for the gameplay, like none of it's really groundbreaking in like mechanic gameplay. I mean, some of them horde mode kind of cool, but I mean, I don't know if it's you know technically not really new. It just happened to be. It just ended up being really good. And better than a lot of the other stuff. And it was kind of unique in a lot of what happened. Even, like, down to, the, like, the weapons. Like, the Lancer has basically become a staple, unique gun of the franchise. Where if you... My, I am still real salty that my cousin bought a custom-made pink Lancer. All bloodied up and everything. It is gorgeous. And I want it. And she got that, like, at Gears 3, I believe. Yeah. I want uh, it so bad. Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of good stuff. Like I said, it comes out in peak first person. It's funny because, like, when you look at the, it's good, and then, like, but it's not a first person shooter, so it's something different. And it was yeah. a nice different break from playing all the first person shooters that come out during this time. And I, it's not I the first co op, but it's just better than the rest. <laughs> you talk about, yeah. So one of the other things I really like about it, um, I just like, uh, and, and this is from another franchise, but like I like the ripping and tearing aspect. It's also the same reason why I love Doom. I yes. like it's bloody as all hell. The kills are great. Like it, it like it gets me the same way Doom gets me. Only at co-op this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously in the later games, they have a lot of fun with the chainsaw kills because for those of you who don't know what a Lancer gun, basically it's like a machine gun with a giant chainsaw at the bottom. How does it sound, Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> and then... 
Then let the horde people die. <laughs> yeah. And then essentially, <laughs> you could run up and you could chainsaw people in various ways. And as the game got on, they kind of had fun with it where you could definitely chainsaw people differently. It's so good. It's yes. so good. Um, it's definitely a very uh, violent and a gory game. Also, by the way, I do believe this should also be classified as a military shooter as you do collect dog tags. And dog tags are a big part of this oh game. Oh, my God. <laughs> No. Military shooter. I, I'm, I'm sure we have fans or like listeners who play military shooters and stuff. Would you call this a military shooter, people? Please add us. We, we will put a post up after this recording. You should. Send me your dog tag to prove that it's not. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so stupid. Um, I guess moving on to like an, uh, another but why, though, is... Obviously, the games are fun. We talk about the all the gameplay and all the cool stuff and the co-op aspect, but, like, kind of the world building in general. Um, so I'm kind of just going to bring... I'm going to kind of, like, read the summary that leads up almost to, like, Gears 1, just to kind of get you to set the way, of like, that we all know all this. is basically it takes place on Sarah, as I mentioned, a fictional Earth-like planet, which essentially humans fight each other for basically a millennia and basically almost to the brink of extinction. They finally realize, like, oh, we're about to extinct our entire species, so let's stop. Um, so basically the era of science and advancement happen until they, you know, so they start prospering and doing all stuff, and they realize we've run out of resources. So they discover what is called emotion, and basically it's kind of like nuclear energy, but it's actually like a natural substance that they find that deep in basically Sarah's, like, core and underground. And this causes, basically, over the years, economic disparity as people who, like, countries and stuff that were close to, like, emotion, that could, they could access it, became rich, and the ones that were not became poor. <laughs> and this led to another 79-year war called the Pendulum Wars, which the Coalition of Ordered Governments, or the COGS, versus the Union of Independent Republics, or the UIR, um, basically fight each other until the UIR basically invent the Hammer of Dawn, which is basically a satellite system that shoots massive lasers all the way to the ground, and it can basically name any place outside. And you actually get to use this in the game. It's very powerful. I don't know if that's how powerful it was when they did this in the Pendulum Wars, but um, they kind of been doing it. And after, basically, they use it, and they kind of blow up some stuff, and they saw exactly how powerful it was. Mainly, they kind of blew up their own ship on accident, or got because Marcus essentially like goes through and, like, leads a crew and they steal the technology back and so they all have hammered ons now and essentially they get it used against them too that everybody's like we kind of messed up we made this technology that was way too advanced it kills a lot of people and is very hard to defense by because essentially you know you just step outside and they basically just laser beam you so sci-fi in a nutshell <laughs> yeah and so then they're like we're gonna come to peace we're gonna all peace you know we're already basically we've already killed half each other again we're just gonna be at peace and then basically during this time, obviously, um, the underground locusts who've basically been chilling all this time basically emerge and start killing everybody and taking <laughs> called emergence days. And essentially, basically, you then fight the locusts for all the thing. And to, to say this, basically, you start years one, 14 years after emergence day with Marcus, who's basically in jail because he did an illegal mission trying to rescue his father and it failed. Um, and then his best friend Dom breaks him out. Um, and obviously they mention all of this stuff throughout all these games and you get all this lore um, they've expanded all these books that we mentioned before they take place either like during basically emergence days before uh, you get this in Gears of War Judgment where you get like Bard and his early days of emergence day 
after the Emergent Day. You get, like, the Pendulum Wars. I think some of the books are on that. You get, like, after it. Um, Gears of War 4 takes place 25 years after the initial part of Gears 3, I believe. And that's how he has his son and all this stuff. And Marcus is technically retired. So you have all this, and then we have the comic stuff. So you have all this extra material. They've actually built out this universe, which is also weird why they decide they're going to try to do an alternate reality movie. <laughs> but... <laughs> because Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> the same reason why you have all of this lore for World of Warcraft, and they did this, like, thing where they just left stuff out and, like, changed things. Like, no, just I mean, do the thing. it's also the exact same reason that Disney canceled the entire extended universe for Star Wars. Like, just do the thing. It's ar- it's already there. You yeah. don't have to do anything. But, no, they've built this entire universe, all of these wars, their entire history. Like, c- characters have your backstory. Like, I will say, if we talked about the co-op thing, when I talked about me and my brother playing thing, I was dumb for three games. I was sad when I died. <laughs> I did not want to finish that game because I died. <laughs> For five years, I was Dom. And then I died. I didn't want to finish the game. I was no longer existing. When Dom died, I died inside. <laughs> um, but no, they have fleshed out things. Um, you know, we have backstories on all these characters. We have the stuff. They've written it all out. I don't know why we have alternate reality movie. But yes, like... They've built this out pretty well. Like, I knew kind of about all this somewhat, but I didn't realize, like, and I, obviously it's been a while since I've read some of it, but it was, because obviously when I'm playing back four, I knew a lot more and stuff coming out. And then when I went back to do these notes and I started reading one, I forgot, like, oh, yeah, I forgot. They run out of resources and they start killing each other, and this is what happened. forgot how crazy that is. Basically, they fought over resources and that's what that. Um, but, uh... No, it's just kind of amazing like how much actual war and stuff has been built out for this entire franchise that people I don't think a lot of people realize. Yeah, and then they want to do alternate reality. I'm real mad. <laughs> I'm just I'm just getting real mad thinking about it. Yeah. Like uh... it was cuz like I said when I did the stuff and I was like, "Oh, I don't like this thing." And then when I started like even reading down and you know, remembering all the books and doing all the stuff, it's like so why is this happening again? <laughs> um, but I think they do a very good job of it. Um, so what not? Um, do we want to talk about Gears 5 or do we want to get in this lawsuit real fast? Uh, I think just mention that there's a lawsuit and then we can just go to Gears 5. Okay. So I guess the last kind of weird thing that's going on before we kind of get into like maybe some thoughts on Gears 5 and whatnot is technically there's a lawsuit that's going on against that people are suing epic microsoft and the voice actors so apparently linwood hard walk hard rock hamilton apparently he has a nickname um he's a former football player and pro wrestler wrestler is in january of 2017 decided he was going to sue microsoft epic and the voice actor of cole augustus cole or coltrane um lester spite over basically claiming that his likeness and voices were stolen for coltrane um, they kind of, the background and stuff does kind of line up with this stuff. Um, he claimed Lester approached him in 1998 about a video game. He said he claimed he turned it down because the violence of the game that would be in the game. I don't really know because it's I was still, like, dude, you were a football player. Yeah, it's also one of those, like, it's still pending. They kind of just kind of getting thrown out, judgment. It's kind of one of those, when you look at the overall stuff of the, between him and, like, Coltrane, it kind of makes sense, but it's also another one of those of, like, um, so what were you doing from 2006 to 2017? 
that Maybe you wait. Maybe he just got an Xbox, Matt. <laughs> you don't know. Man, he's living in Japan, and yeah. they didn't have any Xboxes for him to buy. Well, apparently this is one game that made the top ten chart, so you can't even say that about Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, but I'm also like, you literally waited till this franchise became, like, made billions, and then you decided, oh, by the way, now I kind of want the profit from 2006 on but you didn't bother for the Maybe. first he 11 years. he had before then. Oh my gosh, whatever. Like, there's five games that come out before this. And two consoles. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently it's overall still pending. I don't know how people feel. I don't know what's going to happen. It's just awkward to me because of the timing and everything. It is what it is. I don't know. I have no strong opinions <laughs> I just remember it's this. Just uh, kind I brought of this up because one, I do remember it happening in 2017 that it kind of came up and kind of just shot underneath the radar. So I do remember seeing it, and then obviously the fact that I actually thought it got resolved, but apparently it's still just like pending, and nobody who knows what's going to happen two plus years later because I didn't think anything was of it because it was kind of like the same thing that I said was basically what Microsoft said, <laughs> and they said since it was a sci-fi um, alien franchise, like it's kind of like everything's fictional. I mean, it just this doesn't really look like him. <laughs> I don't know. They said it's an avatar. Like I said, they always claim there's an avatar that just kind of made a sci-fi fictional universe on a fictional planet. I mean, it's similar, I guess, but like Matt is Matt's a white guy, right? Like, how many characters in video games can we go find that look like Matt? Probably a lot. Is Matt gonna go sue those people? <laughs> Probably Did not. Steve Zahn do any of the mocap for them? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he claims some of the lines, Matt some of his Sue background, Steve. his background history, because you know, and his favorite number and you other have stuff. Have my face? I don't know. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. To be honest, we'll see what happens. Um, I guess moving I just on from want the... Matt to launch a campaign now against Steve Zahn, telling Steve Zahn that he's using his face. Now, I've got plenty of free also, drinks at bars from saying I'm Steve Zahn. I'm good with it. We're equal. How do you steal somebody's voice? That was my confusing thing. Like, I didn't get that either. I'm like, you're, you're suing a voice actor. <laughs> Who's, who, given, like, my limited experience with voice actors over, like, the last year, like, sometimes they just get told to do voices, and they're like, yeah, stick with that voice, and then they do that voice. It's not the voice actor's fault. I don't know. Apparently, Lester... Broke him, you know, eight years before the game was ever made. <laughs> and he, he recorded That's his what? voice right there. It was <laughs> a like, long time to develop, do it, but... Do it like this. Do it like this guy's voice is what they did in the booth. That happened, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm one of those, like, I can kind of get and try to, but I'm also like, why don't you do this in 2006 if it was that big of a deal? You literally Because he didn't have an Xbox, Matt. He just uh. became a gamer. <laughs> An Xbox 360? Did he get an Xbox One finally, or did he finally yeah, get a PC? Yeah, no, he got an Xbox One, and you know what? He finally got on Game Pass. That's what happened. <laughs> he got Game Pass. He's like, what? They sold yeah, the entire I franchise. <laughs> entire franchise was sold in this period <laughs> to some other company. Um, but no, uh, I guess moving on. So obviously, Gears of War Five just kind of came out um, this past week. Do we have any thoughts? Obviously, this was recorded before it came out. So, do we have any kind of thoughts on? Does it come or coming out this week or past week? I don't remember. Weird because Game Pass, you get it like a few days, depending on when it's released, and then Game Pass, you get it like five days early or something. So I may be actually may release in a day or so. I don't remember. Whatever. Um, do we have any thoughts on Gears Five in general? Is anybody getting it? I guess technically you have to pay a dollar for the Game Pass. Yeah, I'm just excited for it. 
I, I'm, I'm just really happy that we're getting one more gears because I and two, I just really felt watching E3 that there was this this renewed focus and this renewed energy around good co-op play, um, which is something I've missed. Um, obviously, we play all our games together, so that helps. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, and I just really love the gears war war uh, the gears world. I just, I really love it. It's bloody, it's dark, and I, I'm interested. And I, I I really do think all the cinematic trailers they've done with Kate has made it really interesting. Specifically the one with, a, was it Billie Eilish or whatever, that song in the background? Yes, when her face is so. morphing into the different characters of Gears and then the Locust yes. Queen. Like, it, I'm in. Like I'm in. I like the lore of gears. I like the I like the of gears. I like. By the way, we we are laughing at that, but nobody, anybody that's ever played this game knows you ran around and revved that chainsaw when you were bored. Yes, that's all you do. (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, no. I mean, if I were to write a ten iconic chainsaws in video games. The Lancer would be number one. Well, yeah, Lancer would be number one with Doom Slayers as two. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adrian, are you planning to get this or play this at all or care? Um, I don't remember if I kept my like Game Pass thing up to date after the thing that they gave it for like a dollar. So I'm going to go check after this. And <laughs> if I can play it for not $60, I would definitely play it for not $60. Even though I haven't played four. But do I need to play for? I probably can just look at a YouTube video. Like, what yeah. is the story of Gears Four, and then probably be fine, right? I don't know. I think probably. you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just play easy yeah, mode I'll on Gears Four. I mean, you'll be fine. I don't play. I don't play easy mode. What's wrong with you? What do I look like? But Kate's like shotgun like, OP. Like I'm like, you clearly did not play that hard mode. That shotgun didn't mean. What do shit. I look like? A <laughs> fake gamer, bro? Um, kidding. Obviously, absolutely kidding. You play games whatever game mode you want. Um. But no, I'm, I'm going to go check if I have it. I'll, I'll install it right now. Do and it, I'll it, let you know it. how it goes. <laughs> and I'll run around as Kate. Nice. I'm excited, but I'm kind of torn and I feel weird. Because um, one, I've seen it and it looks really good. It does look, and I'm intrigued by the story and it looks cool. But when I think of Gears, kind of like we mentioned, I think of Marcus Phoenix. And <laughs> yeah. Marcus Phoenix... From what we've seen, which hopefully it may change, we don't know yet, is technically not. He's in the game, but not in the game, <laughs> from what yeah. we know. And it kind of bugs me because I play, obviously I'm not saying some of the Halo games are bad. I play Halo to play with Master Chief. I played Gears, obviously to play with Dom and Marcus Phoenix. Obviously I died. <laughs> I played Gears, but he's dumb. But I died. Marcus Phoenix isn't in this one, but I miss playing as Dom. <laughs> Three full games, man. Like five years of my life. I was dumb. <laughs> Me and my brother set this up every time. <laughs> um, and insert Matt being R. Kelly, the R. Kelly meme. That's, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, it was one of those, like, no matter what, like, I felt weird. Like, I always wanted to be second player just so I could play with Dom because that's just how I played. And even same. I will say it was interesting because we didn't really mention with the co-op play. Like it was one of the few games where it seemed like the game got harder if you played by yourself versus playing with two people. Oh yeah. The AI was terrible, which they obviously oh, improved yeah. in Gear Three, but it was still terrible. 
I, I also think, too, like, in all honesty, these are games you can play by yourself, but I think of it in the same way as, like, Wolfenstein Youngblood or even Army of Two, they are designed for the best experience to be played communally and to Correct. be played co-op-wise. And if that game, that game style's not for you, it's not for you. But, like... Or if you don't have friends. Yeah. Then, you know. Yeah. That sounded very sad, Adrian. You can get on Xbox Live. Well, I don't have anybody to play co-op with. You can I, was... play with us. <laughs> Well, I do know in Gears, I don't know if they will be doing it for this year or for this one. I haven't actually checked exactly, but I do know they added four-player co-op, and I believe it was Gears, is it four, I believe, or? I think three. Or three, I mean, three. Yeah, so they added the four-player co-op. Yeah, which they did, obviously, to include all the characters, but they did it explicitly so you could play four players. Yeah. Oh, uh, update. I do have Ultimate still. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I've been paying $15 a month, and I didn't realize I put it on, like, a card i never use um but yeah they get it on september 5th okay. at 8 p.m also, and i can pre-install we it we haven't streamed at all yeah so we could, like stream together yeah i i will play this and you can hear adrian I and will. matt yell at me uh we can hear matt yell and me be muted being like what? <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think because i don't think i've ever like yelled at kate in like during the I no, just silently, I, I just no, silently no, heal. No, 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 no. I remember Neverwinter <laughs> and you healing. I do remember hearing the start of a yell and then a mute. <laughs> this dumbass rogue just sitting in the damn red. Because Kate would literally just roll into rooms. I'm like, dude. This is why I don't play rogue anymore. Doing? This is why I you're not allowed to play GPK. became a tank and it was a little bit easier. Yeah, this is why you've been really fired from DPS. <laughs> See that giant red spot? I think it's where you I go. You say that, man. Double roll. Every, every freaking time I have played with you as a freaking <laughs> archer, you pull everything. A, yeah, but that's my job. I'm going to go open no, it. No, it's not. <laughs> the box is No, yes. Matt. The that's, that's also terrible. Like, go talk to any person who's played World of Warcraft. Hunters are the worst. I know. You know why? Because that's what we do. No, that's <laughs> not. It's not. That's how that works. We're always. renowned for that. You rolling in red is just, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway. Oh, but no, um, crying. I am kind Literally of... Literally ex- crying for these memories. <laughs> Please, can we play Gears 5 together? Please. Uh, but no, I am excited, but I am worried just because I am a person of like, if we moved past him, I guess it wouldn't be so bad. But the fact that I'm like, you're, you're still here. You are the face yeah. of this franchise. Why can't I play with you? And yeah, so that kind of... old. Because he's old. He's a daddy. Um, I think, because I think we, we talked about it earlier, we were, we were saying, like, when they just left Master Chief floating in space, you were totally okay with playing a new character because they floated him? Well, they we pretty much knew they left it open because you knew ten years later they're going to bring him back, but you knew he was at least dead, or quote-unquote yeah. dead. Like, Which, like I, Dom, I, I'm not going to get to play with Dom. Dom's dead. We know this. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> Marcus is still standing right there. I should be able to play with you. <laughs> no, and, and I, think that, I think that's really valid because I kind of... When I think about it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, if they just made a new Tomb Raider game and we're like, you're going to play Lauren Croft, this estranged Croft sister in this Tomb Raider offshoot, I'm not going to want to buy that. You're not Lara <laughs> Croft. No. Would play as Noah, though. Yeah, I would. <laughs> but he's like he your dom he's your dom <laughs> yeah dude if i could pl- 
Dude, I would play so much more Shadow, like so much more Tomb Raider if I could play as co-op, but me as Noah. That ten would be out fair. of ten. See, but that's the thing though. Like, if you made it a co-op game where it could be Laura and him, that's good. But if you like made it where you could only play him, I think it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, but it becomes. Uh, it's not Tomb Raider anymore. But like, I get it. It's not and, Tomb Raider. But I think too, and I think that that's something that people missed. I do think that that's one of the reasons. I mean, Judgment has issues beyond that. But I do think that that was one of the reasons why Judgment had a fairly lukewarm reception was because you weren't Marcus. You were just Baird. You did. You basically it was a spinoff doing Baird's history, which Baird was fine. But I'm not gonna lie, Baird was the worst character out of the four. <laughs> I hated Baird. I hated him so much. I was like, can we punch your own teammate? <laughs> but I, I, am just really excited. I, I like what it. I like what we've gotten from it so far. I'm excited. I, I'm genuinely excited. It looks really intriguing. I'm excited that I get both Gears and Doom Eternal in the same year. Like, I, that's just so much blood and shooting and... I'm just very excited. Um, but that, and I think Kate looks really cool. I think her backstory looks is shaping out to be really cool. But I do understand the, like, Dom's right there. Or not Dom. Dom, Dom dead. Do not do that. Don't tease me. Marcus, like is, <laughs> Marcus is right there. So, like, I, why I, couldn't they do I mean, I don't mind, like, because it, it does seem intriguing, like, what they're doing with Kate, because obviously, obviously I haven't played it, but I know the whole story, because that's how things work. <laughs> you just get bored and you read it, because some of us won't, still won't buy books, but we'll read the other stuff online. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Circling but, it all the way back around to Adrian's Guinness Book of World Records yeah. comments. But, uh, no, like, because it does seem intriguing with the whole thing, and, like, it, the visuals are cool of, like, you know, because her mom from the last game and stuff, but it's like... Can we just get like Kate and Marcus? We'll just do that. But like apparently, yeah. I don't, from what, like I said, for all I know, we don't. I'm not sure. I know, like I said, I believe in four. You start off with just his son and some other people, and then you end up with Marcus later. I'm not sure exactly how much you get yeah. to play with him. Say, I know he's involved, but it is one of those. That's one, and that's probably another reason why I'm kind of turned off by four, even when it came out, even though I was super busy. But it's just one of those like. I just want to play, if you, especially when it, when it comes to, like, they, the face of these franchises, and they basically purposely make these people the face of their franchise, and that's how yeah. they've done, I want to, I want the face of the franchise in it, and it's been weird, because, like, I think they've done a great job with all this war and background and doing stuff, and eventually, you know, they probably will move on from Marcus, and I get it, but so long as, when you pull up gears, you see Marcus, it's kind of like, he's there, Yeah. let's play with him. <laughs> so i don't know it looks fun looks intriguing i am all this episode i've done has convinced me that i'm worried to play now so all with so you what shut up <laughs> shut up so i'm looking it up and when you get the list of characters the first ones listed are kate jd marcus and damon and dell those are the main ones and then victor mira the locust queen and anya those are everything we know about them and when you it it's <laughs> Essentially, it's in limbo. Nobody yeah. has told us we can't play with him, but nobody has told us that we will play with him. Well, I know. That's why I said I'm kind of just, like, torn of, like, are we getting him? Because I don't want to be like, this is stupid, and then we get to, like, play with him. But I'm yeah. also like, I know BLC. he's there. I've seen him there. Just kidding. Hopefully not. But I don't know. Yeah. Which is why I'm kind of excited for the new Halo that's coming out, because I'm like, yeah, they found him in fair. space. I'm down for this. <laughs> he's not floating no more. <laughs> he's not floating anymore. I, I am excited that they're bringing Anya in this game, too. So I was looking at the thing. Uh, it's a 
Oh, so like I'm like waiting for this thing to kind of install. Uh, capabilities, and I really haven't like looked into too much of the game and um, since E3, but it says Xbox Live local co-op, two to three players, experience a three-player co-op campaign. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Xbox Live cross-platform multiplayer, which I assume is like multiplayer, and then you have Xbox Live cross-platform co-op. So does that mean you could only do two players cross-platform? No idea, to be honest. That doesn't seem right. Send me the thing that you're Interesting. So, how, so this is all co-op, correct, and not multiplayer. I know we never talked about it in technically thing, but they do have multiplayer. It's been a thing. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which people don't know, because they just use the words interchangeably. Multiplayer is different than a co-op game. Correct. Yeah. Like I said, they sure. did do, like, battle uh, multiplayer where you had five on five. I think it started with four on fours and then went to five on fives so at the later games, and then it started having game mode. doing the hive thing this time right correct I, is that part that's part of the game is it that's correct right no it's why that's what i'm saying i wasn't sure if it was like a mode in the game or if it's something like an exclusive like download I... or like almost like a dlc type you bought it hive busters yeah it, it's a mode okay so yeah. that might be your three one then because i believe that might be the only time yeah, you can that's, play in three that's the three people yeah yeah which so also is have, another one of those stupid base game. You'll have hive, hive busters, and then I'm assuming. But how many is horde though? Would horde not be four? It should be four for base game. Well, I don't know about base campaign, but I'm talking about like horde mode. Would horde be should be four. All right. I don't oh, know. I've also, I have, I have to say, I didn't really care to look at those modes because. Care to play? I mean, horde mode's fun, but like I only play after you beat it about two or three times. Like, who cares? Um, so multiplayer, straight multiplayer is cross-platform, which is real cool. Yeah, that I did know. Um, but that's plot cross-platform, as in like PC to yeah. Computer, AJ, it, it looks like this is just all the different ways you can play. Yeah, because I was wondering, because I was like, well, and I, I mean, think I like my Xbox, go- but. I'm just. I think the <laughs> I like reason my computer they put, more. I think the reason they put two to three is because they use that to define what all the other co-ops will be after it. Yeah. You know, like you put it okay. once and you don't have to put it again. Yeah. We got the perfect number. Yeah, Did and we? we can play cross-platform, so people can play on Xbox if they want to play on Xbox. Uncle, well, yeah, Xbox. I don't play on Xbox. I don't give a shit about being on PC. I like sitting at my desk. <laughs> I like sitting on my couch. <laughs> I just like my controller. I mean, that doesn't bother well, me because I played my controller on both my PC and my Xbox. So, <laughs> oh, I guess this is the bigger connection. Are they connected? Like, can I play the same thing if I go to my couch, or am I stuck playing PC forever? Oh, cross save. That I don't know. Does it have that's, cross save? That's one of those Xbox games for Xbox that you have to figure out. I have no idea. Yeah, got to figure that out. Ah. I mean, it could also be, is it a Play Anywhere title, though? Yeah, to Play Anywhere would be the one so where you can So then you can technically just buy it on your Xbox and play it at your computer. Yeah, so the Play Anywhere is you can do either or. I don't know if the yeah, cross saves. Like, okay, too. The game sucked, but. Is it say Play Anywhere? I mean. Yes, it's I Xbox don't... Play Anywhere. So that means that technically you can play, you can buy it on one platform, but play it on either. Now, I don't know if you can cross save it. But you can you play it. You should be able to. Yeah, I, I know I can play them on both. You should be um, able to then. Yeah, I just didn't know if it's a cross saving. I don't know. I'll look into it. Okay. Um. So, any final thoughts for Gears before we get out of here? 
I'm just really excited. I'm really excited. And Kate Diaz looks so cool. And if I ever had time to cosplay anything, I can cosplay her. That's not going to happen. That, no, it's not. <laughs> Um, well, I have another month of Xbox Ultimate, so I guess this is the perfect time to play Gears 5. Um, and if it's cross-platform and stuff, I think it opens people up to be able to play co-op and do all that stuff. Um, there's an epic five-player horde session or something that I'm reading here, so it seems like it's going to be fun. Sweet. And rum, 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 rum. Um... I'm interested to get back into it, see what happens. I love the first three games. Um, I'm still sad that I'm dead, but it is what it is. Um, but no, like, playing the co-op stuff has been fun, and it's where I always remembered. Um, obviously, except the later games are, are what they are. I'm going to see if we can, if I can get myself back into it. It seems intriguing, but I know why they matter and like why they've been around for this long. It's been crazy. So... Get us out of here, Kate. That's a murloc, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, as always, if you want to support the show a little bit more, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash PC. You get access to episodes early, ad-free, our research notes, and you can even do at the $3 level, you get exclusive episodes of our movie reviews. Uh, so, yeah. Come support us. It helps. And you can find me on Twitter at OhMyMithRandier. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperRoost93. That's U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z. 93. Matt? I'm going to go visit my grave because I'm so <laughs> sad that my wife died and I couldn't save her. <laughs>